Hello, this is Chris Iavana. I'm the Client Portfolio Manager here at GWK, and this is the Q2 Municipal Bond Strategy Podcast. First, we're going to touch on what happened in the market. Uh, overall, we had a challenging quarter in the municipal space. Uh, rates rose in each of the months. Ten-year rates were up 32 basis points in total to finish the quarter at 2.28%. And 30-year rates were up 48 basis points to 3.28%. We had shorter maturities uh, across the curve, also higher, uh, but not to the extent of the intermediate to long ends. Thus, uh, the curve underwent a bare uh, steepening. The quarterly loss uh, was the first in, in two years, and that was negative 1.14% for the Barclays 10-year municipal index. As is typical, uh, when rates back up, munis held in better than treasuries. Uh, we had a slowdown in June issuance, which helped municipals outperform treasuries, and this pushed the muni to treasury ratio lower. Uh, we finished the quarter on the 10-year ratio at 98%, on the 30-year ratio, 105%. Uh, both of those had been uh, trending higher recently. So what drove rates higher? Um, first of all, there was a rise in European yields. Um, you know, just using the 10-year boon as a proxy, um, the, that's the uh, German 10-year. Um, the low uh, hit uh, basically an astounding 7.5 basis points on April 20th. And that was after a lot of investors had plowed into European debt uh, due to the ECB's announced bond buys. Uh, obviously, the trade was pretty crowded and, and ran pretty far uh, too fast. So the 10-year boon rocketed up to finish the quarter at about 76 basis points or so. So 7.5 to 76, um, and that was just uh, intra-quarter. Um, we also saw better economic data coming in overseas, um, you know, somewhat improving data domestically. Employment reports generally trended better, uh, a little bit of firming in core CPI. The, the consumer still seems a little bit slow to heal, but they're showing some signs of life. And basically, the market obviously forward-looking um, and thinking that second-half growth uh, will pick up a little bit. We had a rough uh, Q1, negative growth, negative 0.2% growth. Um, estimates for Q2 uh, GDP are coming in around 2.5, 2.6% or so. Um, but the market's expecting growth in the second half to be, you know, around 3%. Um, and there's also thoughts the Fed may be behind the eight ball. Uh, there's been a lot of dovish language coming out of the Fed. And um, if they are behind the eight ball as far as raising rates, uh, that may allow inflation um, to creep back into the economy, and that would affect the uh, intermediate to long ends of the curve. Um, and that's, again, why you saw those areas uh, steepen out a little bit. So, you know, a few reasons uh, behind the increase in rates. Um, municipal performance, it's, it's driven by, you know, what's going on in the rate market, but it's also driven by the technicals of its own market. So on the demand side, uh, the market's been mostly healthy. It's up around $9 billion in net uh, inflows uh, through the end of Q2. 
Um, that compares to 21 to 22 billion in net inflows for all of last year, um, and uh, 60 billion in outflows in 2013. And if we remember, that was a negative performance year for municipals. The last handful of weeks, we did see um, some net outflows, but mostly around the 400 million mark. So it's been, you know, it's been digested by, by the market pretty well. And a good chunk of those outflows were in the long and high yield space, uh, too. So basically, supply was the bigger story. Uh, new issuance year-to-date up 40% over last year. Um, that was driven basically by uh, a large number of refundings, uh, about an 86% increase there. New money issuance actually declined uh, by 1%. So, And supply, was, as I mentioned before, is actually down 3.9% in June. That was the first negative supply we saw in 10 months um, which which goes to show how much the market uh, has had to absorb recently. Um, regarding credit spreads, they were mostly unchanged. Triple uh, A to double A spreads narrowed a couple basis points. Triple uh, A to single A spreads widened a couple. Um, so not a lot of change there. So as far as market headlines were concerned, the municipal market was uh, pretty busy in, in, in Q2. Um, you had the Illinois Supreme Court striking down pension reform. It was a unanimous decision. Uh, they rejected the state's argument that they could exercise police you know, police powers to cut retirement benefits. Um, and, and Chicago was downrated to junk. Uh, that was based on the Illinois pension uh, ruling. Uh, Muni's, uh, Moody's uh, cut the city's uh, rating two notches to BA1, uh, while the Board of Education was dropped three notches to BA3. Um, the other rating agencies followed up. S&P um, cut the rating two notches to A-, minus. Fitch dropped it one notch to triple B+. Plus. On the other side, New Jersey Supreme Court allowed pension cuts uh, they ruled that um, Governor Christie didn't violate the state constitution when he cut about $1.6 billion in payments to the underfunded pension system uh, for fiscal year f- uh, 2015. That was a short-term positive for the state. Um, Puerto Rico, obviously in the news, um, you know, uh, announcing a restructuring. Governor Padilla, just before... Uh, month end said that Puerto Rico debt, including the GOs, would have to be restructured. Quote, it's not politics, it's math. Um, so the the GO bonds traded uh, down approximately 10 points, and uh, the 8% uh, coupons of 2035 uh, were around 67 cents on the dollar. So w- moving on to our strategy, um, as far as the intermediate portfolio is concerned, um, but, you know, recently we've determined a lot of the pension systems are underfunded, um, and that hadn't really been priced into the market. So in past quarters, we've liquidated our holdings in states such as Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Kansas, We've lightened up in New Jersey. Uh, we sold out of Louisiana, and, and that economy is is uh, pretty energy uh, dependent. Um, this past quarter, though, um, we added two states to those liquidations, um, and we sold out a small amount of Kentucky 
and New Hampshire geos that we owned. Again, unattractive debt, um, unattractive pension funding levels. And spreads on all these bonds have uh, widened out since our sales. And this really, you know, speaks to our credit research and why we are active managers and, and that it makes sense to be active in the municipal space. Um, normally, we have, to, we have to sell out our shorter bonds and extend out on the curve, you know, just to keep duration from coming in too far. Um, and that would happen with the normal maturation of the portfolio. Um, however, coming into the summer, where we expect some good, uh, we expect a good technical backdrop, we push duration out a little further. Um, we don't want to get too long, but in knowing the seasonality of the municipal market, um, we can adjust portfolio positioning ahead of time. So we bumped up duration to 5.8 years from 5.6 years at the end of Q1. Uh, the uptick, the uptick um, is, is due to us buying in the 10 to 15 year area. Um, you know, rates had, had sold off and again getting uh, ready for the expected summer tailwind. Uh, we've picked up about 100 to 150 basis points in yield uh, by selling out of the, our five-year paper and buying into uh, the 10 to 15-year uh, part of the curve. And we've also increased credit quality somewhat over the quarter. Um, single A's in the portfolio are down uh, to 12 percent and they were 12.8% at the end of Q1, and they were 14.1% where we started the year. Uh, so, And we still have approximately 50% of our bonds in shorter than benchmark maturities, and that uh, we believe should serve as dry powder uh, if we continue to see pressure on rates. As far as performance is concerned, our intermediate municipal strategy outperformed the Barclays 10-year Muni Index for the quarter. Uh, it's also ahead slightly year-to-date. Uh, for Q2, positive contributors uh, included our underway to New Jersey and Illinois debt. Uh, spreads had uh, widened out in those states. Our overweight to the five-year, five-to-eight-year uh, area of the curve also helped. A uh, couple detractors that I'll mention. Uh, our lower yield than the index and our underweight to triple B's, which outperformed in the 10-year index. And looking ahead, again, we should be entering a positive technical environment for, for munis. Um, supply should moderate as we enter the slower summer months, and we think demand should be steady. Uh, investors are going to be putting recent coupon payments and maturities back to work in the market. And if you add this to the larger macro themes of increasing baby boomer retirees needing income and higher tax rates, and what you have uh, there is a solid backdrop for the asset class, in our opinion. Um, you need to treasury ratios as of July 15th were 99% for the 10-year and 104% for the third year, and both of these remain above their historical average and we think are attractive. Um, we started the quarter with a yield to worst for the portfolio of 1.78%, uh, but we're more attractive levels now, 2.11% uh, yield to worst. Uh, if you uh, gross that up for a taxable equivalent, that gets you to 3.72%. Um, add in about 110 basis points in bond roll that we think is available, and you have an all-in uh, yield of 4.82%.
I hope that was helpful, and this concludes the Q2 2015 Municipal Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you next quarter.